What's going on, Big Daddy? All right. Thanks. Hey, just, uh, I love sloppy shows. Why, why are you rolling your eyes at me? Because I don't believe that. I'm telling you. Yeah, there's a niche market. I know, I know. Maybe I'll do that. You know I would hire to do that with me? Johnny Kilbasa. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight. Ooh, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? Keep the manwich can on the shelf. I've got the best Sloppy Joe recipe anyone will need, and it involves ketchup, mustard, and brown sugar, and a couple other things because I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the taking. I'm covered with cheese, and I aim to please you, Mark Aram. Happy so Sloppy you, Joe Day. you saying the Johnny Kilbasa recipe is better than the manwich? I'm saying the Johnny Kilbasa recipe is better than any other Sloppy Joe recipe Whoa. beside right. Matt I D's mom. That, yeah, hit that breaking news sounder. <laughs> That's a bold statement, Cotton. That's a bold statement. I want you to tweet out that recipe on Twitter at Johnny Kilbasa if you don't mind. Because uh, you need to share that with the masses. Then. Well, I, I would, except it's a secret. No, I'll, uh, I'd be happy to, Mark. At loose Johnny meat Kilbasa, sandwiches. 49 are... herbs and spices. <laughs> That's right. herbs and spices. Anyway, what's on the menu tonight, Johnny? Let the madness begin, Mark. You want to get in my bracket um, uh, with a bunch of the uh, Ohio dudes? Absolutely. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll be sending something out tomorrow. But in the meantime, Mark, let's go. Let the madness roll and roll on down to Little Caesars for their favorite part of the year when the madness begins because they like to roll out their bacon-wrapped deep deep dish pizza for a limited time mark it's not just can i, can I put can i put you on hold for a second not hold you're gonna stay on the line but i want to you, you bring up little caesars i don't know if you heard last week on the show but russ and gainesville joins us up russ, oh god i want to talk to you russ picked up a one-armed lady at little caesars and brought her home johnny k is that the most amazing little caesar story you've ever heard in your life uh yeah yeah it is the congratulations how did that happen, russ how did take a step by step you go to Little Caesars in Gainesville. There's a woman with one arm that you find attractive, and you, you take her back to your home. How did that happen? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Russ. We're yeah, okay. What happened, actually, what I did was there was these homeless guys. There was a couple of homeless guys outside, and I bought them a pizza. Okay. So I went out there. They were you know, kind of right in front of Little Caesars. There's a ledge over there we were sitting on. Yeah. And uh, so the three of us were eating that pizza. And a couple more guys walked up, and that girl was with him, and she kind of sat down next to me. And that's how it happened. I just kept so, talking so, to her. So there's an addendum to the story. So the one-armed girl that you picked up at Louis Caesars was, in fact, homeless. No, no, I wasn't sure if she was. The guys were the original boy. <laughs> but guys. she was with him. <laughs> she was with him. Well, no, she was with the other guys that knew them that came up later. So she is uh, homeless the- adjacent. She's friends with homeless people. <laughs> Yeah, I guess okay. so. Okay, all right, so, so you, you brought her home. Johnny, is it, I mean, can you even imagine Johnny picking up a, a one-armed woman at uh, Little Caesars? Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm usually at Domino's for those type of things. <laughs> and he didn't realize she was one-armed until they got home, until, until they started getting frisky, and he was like, oh, wow, there's, we're missing an arm. So what's the latest with the one-armed girl, Russ? I don't know. You know, I called her, and a guy answered the phone, and I said... It was a payphone because she's homeless. <laughs> <laughs> well, she bought somebody's cell phone, apparently. Okay. Uh, her name was Terry, and I said, Terry, he is now. He said, this is my phone, and she used it. And I said, uh, okay, so I, I don't know what happened to it. All right. All right, so maybe the, the accomplishment not as astonishing now that we know Terry might be uh, an urban outdoorsman. So, all right, but still, 
That's I, I, that's still impressive, I think, to bring it. Well, you know what? I'm alone now, though. I've got to find a girl before April 2nd so I can go to Lotee's house. Oh, it's right, the sleepover at Lotee's. So, Johnny, um, let's say Russ goes back to, to uh, Little Caesars for, for March Madness. What can what can he expect for a special there, Johnny? Well, you're going to have to get the bacon-wrapped deep, deep dish pizza, and, of course, they'll give you two for the price of one, so your one-armed friend is going to have to have three other one-armed <laughs> friends with her to get the full value out of the bacon-wrapped pizza. So you're saying, you're saying Johnny, Russ needs four one-armed women to carry these pizzas home for us. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that. And, and, and Russ, you know, there's a big difference between working five minutes on your material and ten minutes on your material. Do a little more prep next week, bud. Oh, holy smokes. All right, Russ, you got your work cut out for you. If there are any homeless women in Hall County that have one arm... <laughs> Meet Russ tomorrow at 6 p.m. at the Little Caesars because he needs your help carrying the bacon wrap special. <laughs> Correct, Johnny? Did I get that right? I think so. Yeah. We don't want it to oh, get cold, so hurry. Oh. Russ, that's a, that's a, what do you think, Russ? Are you going to be able to pull the head off? Well, I'm going to try. I have to do something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is, this is a – you know what? <laughs> Johnny and Russ together. This is like Rowan and Martin. This is uh... no, it's not. <laughs> it's Johnny and a dumpster diving dude from the country. It's not Rowan and Martin. Who the hell is that talking? Russ, Russ, Godspeed. Well, like, who the hell is that talking, Martin? That's keep right. Us, keep us up to speed tomorrow, Russ. What's what's going on? All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Russ has got his homework now. He's hoping... Johnny. That was the greatest thing I've ever. Heard so. <laughs> So you give two thumbs up on the bacon-wrapped pizza from Little Caesars, right? Yeah, uh, yeah two one-armed homeless ladies, <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> All right, Johnny, I don't even know. I'm going to go out on that. Uh, I love you, brother. Yeah, send me the invite to your uh, your bracket. We appreciate you as always. And if the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and listen to the Sausage Hut Podcast on any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. All things Kilbasa on johnnykilbasa.com, uh, and he's going to tweet out that uh, Sloppy Joe recipe on Twitter, at Johnny Kilbasa. Appreciate you, bro. Anytime, bro. All right, Johnny K. I can get the uh, Amazon Basics microwave for 60 bucks. Microwave? You can talk to it like Alexa. <laughs> what is it going to say? Go to the store and get me some chicken nuggets and microwave them? Alexa, is there anything in my microwave? Cook it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't understand why you want to do that. I don't care. Just do it. I should just buy you your own uh, camera shutter control for eight bucks here.
No famous people. No overbred dogs. Just put on your clogs and dance a jig to the sausage hood, baby. Now, the full force of the production company known as Johnny Kavazza's Sausage Hut is invading the audio waves of your mind. Because it is time. So lean back. Lean back. Close your eyes. We'll go there in our minds. It is I alone who can introduce you, guide you to the hut. For I am El Chapo, and I will show you the grand master plan. He stayed up Sunday night and found out those 68 teams that were going to be the madness of the march. And you began the march to the madness. And you looked down the road and saw lots of basketball. And you also saw Game of Thrones within a month. And then you woke up and realized that you were in the sausage shop. That's right, everybody. Back in full force on the sausage hut. And that bat signal dog whistle can only mean one thing that we got the first string in tonight. Because we got the man with the master plan and the man with the Amazon wish list that he should open up to everybody so they can buy him on the stuff that he wants to. El Chapo! Yes! Welcome to me and welcome to you! Talk about Amazon wishlist. El Chapo's in the house! <laughs> welcome back, El Chapo! Yes, very good, very good for me, very good for all of you. It's not the same when you're not around, that's what all the girls say anyway. And it's uh, great to have you back. Got a big night planned for tonight. We got a big, uh, big podcast for everybody because we got big news. We got a lot of big news coming out of the night, chops. Alrighty, so let's do it. How have you been, man? You're diving right into your own Amazon wish list. Why don't you tell us what you're looking for there for the ever expanding El Chapo Woodshop? Yeah. Videos coming soon. Oh yeah, how-to videos, product uh, reviews. Yeah. We got it going on. Yeah, you know, just looking for some uh, more shop accessories and tools. Well, what? You were just, you had like, you had your eye on like 13 different things. Ooh, well, I'm looking at some uh, low angle jack planes. I'm looking at uh, some uh, other uh, LED shop lights. I'm looking at uh, some more clamps and vices, router tables, you know, everything that makes a. A man's man happy. How many, um, what percentage of the tools do you think you're at before you can, you know, really be happy with what's going on? I'll tell you what. There is a, uh, what do you call that, a saturation point? Yeah. Uh, particularly when you live in a 
a, a loft. <laughs> so I, I would say I'm about, honestly, I'm about, uh, I'd say I'm 75% there. Damn. Yeah. And you really dedicated yourself within the last, what was it the last year or about a year that it's you said? The last year, yeah. Yeah, you said, I'm not going to spend all my money on Monster Mash anymore. I'm going to sit at home uh, during the week and mind my own business and save my money, and I'm going to buy tools with it. And that's, that's what I've done. I commend you for that, Letty. Mm-hmm. It's a good job on your part. Very good, very good. Yeah, what a difference. Uh, I mean, I basically started that. Uh, July 4th, almost, almost three years ago, and then by some weird circumstance, I was always like, you know, just had a few hand tools and was happy, and then realized that maybe if I just got a couple power things, I'd, uh, you know, I could do, and then it just kind of snowballed, and I still wanted to say really focused and not go off the rails. I didn't want to be a Norm Abrams and have every freaking accessory known to man. So I just until I, you have room for it, right? Right. I mean, I would hope you're eventually going to have every right. accessory so, known to man. Yeah, you know, the next scratch off I do and I win, you know, thirty three thousand dollars, I'll, um, you know, then we'll go off the rails for sure. But for now, we'll live just beyond, just barely beyond my means in this uh, amateur woodworking world. And what's the step between amateur and Bob Vila? Oh my God! Intermediate is there uh, an intermediate? I, I think it's I think it's a craftsman endorsement. <laughs> or you become an influencer. Yeah, you become an influencer. But you don't need to. You don't need to have all that highbrow stuff. You you can influence with the basics. Yes. So that. Uh, I just put so I was just on the Mark Aram show as you heard at the beginning of the show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Live fast food review in the sausage shot right there. You made the mighty M laugh. We talked up. Yes, I made his highness laugh, and he oh, said, "Yes, that's very good. good. You you amuse me and quote just a very good, very good. Dilly dilly, more wine." So he told me to. I, I told him that you're a punk if you. Choose Manwich because today's Sloppy jo- Happy Sloppy Joe Day, National Sloppy Joe Day, Woo! and Mark Aram contends that he's uh, he loves Sloppy Joes more than just about everything. I've always been a big fan of the loose meat sandwiches. I'm from loose meat sandwich country. Loose meat. You know, we, we we were raised on loose meat sandwiches in some form. Sloppy Joes being a loose meat sandwich for those of you keeping score at home. So he said, "Come on, man." Um. Share that recipe after I talk smack about manners. Because really, manwich, don't, there's, don't buy man. If you like sloppy, don't do it, okay? I mean, have some respect for yourself. If you're going to make sloppy joes, you don't need a can of sloppy joe stuff. Too much salt, too much sugar. Okay, guys? And between you and the dog, how many cans do you want to open? Yeah. <laughs> so he told, me to, he told me to tweet out the recipe. And at first, I was like... That might be a secret, but I was like, no. So I, I got, I went and got a, the recipe out that my mother, rest in peace, wrote. She bought me this "Where's Mom When You Need Her" book a long time ago, and she wrote down a bunch of recipes that you know were the favorites growing up. Talk about influencer. Yeah, and this is one of them, and so I just took a picture of that. 
So it's my mom's writing. And it was a teacher friend of hers, friend of the family's recipe that we always used. That's pretty cool, bro. It is. So, you know, Big Dad, so I, I took a picture, I pixel looped it, affected it. I didn't know you could post videos on straight to Twitter now. How long have you been able to do that? I don't know. I thought you couldn't post videos to Twitter. Anywho, I usually do my video posting on Instagram, which few of you seem to know. I need more Instagram followers. I don't need them, but you're missing out if you haven't seen El Chapo's stop-action motion pictures and my motion pictures. So, so I tweeted this picture out. I'm trying to get to the point of the story here. I don't have that many Twitter followers. I mean, I've got 666. That's respectable. Okay. Big Daddy has 29,000. <laughs> so if, I, if he retweets my anything that I do... It goes kaboom. Kaboom. So I'm watching this. I, I posted that. When did I post that tweet? Ten minutes ago at the maybe, most? Maybe. It's gotten... Um, it's been looked at. And it keeps going up by like 12 every 10 seconds. 589 impressions. 175 media views. Since I posted... 175 people watched that. Looked at it. Just that. In the last 10 minutes. Does that tell you what else they looked at? If they checked out anything else? You yeah. Did? There's a big picture of my balls right there, and they take a picture of that while you're there. So, hey, you can follow Johnny K, too. You can follow El Chapo. He meant bacon balls of explosions. <laughs> bacon the balls family. of explosions. <laughs> That sucker's just it's going up. So thanks a lot, Mark Aram. Thanks for putting me on with Russ and freaking Gainesville. He knows that I can't stand Russ and Gainesville. <laughs> and Russ and Gainesville calls at the same time that I'm on. He, I, I wonder if Mark told him to do that. So he'll just dive bomb us together. <laughs> and it just irritates me to no end. But Russ is just like, there, there, I met another girl. That's why, I mean, that's his thing. Fast food review is my thing. I met a trashy woman last night is his thing. And then, and then you're spinning gold, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, hmm, let me try to piss off Johnny as much as I can. Nah, you, you know, Everybody I, loves I, it when he's pissed off about something. No, I think he's an alchemist. He's like, if I, if I mix a little bit of Johnny and I mix a little bit of this, yeah. a little bit of that, boom! I got a gold bar. A gold ingot. So, what was it, a minute ago when I said 572 impressions? Yeah. Now it's at 614. That was like 30 seconds ago. But you're in the sausage hut, baby. Big sausage hut. Big sausage hut. We're 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 uh, moving up in the world, whether the world wants us there or not. We're going to make it, man. Which they say can't be eaten. Got El Chapo's wood shop coming at you. So I, I, let's go with the first. Okay, first big announcement of the night, chops. We're ready. March of the Cadets. Space Cadets. All right, you want to start off our big announcement here, announcer? And now, for Johnny Cabasso's big announcement live from the Sausage Hut. That's right, everybody. 
like to let everybody know that the month of April will be the second 30 days in the Sausage Hut Spectacular coming back for a big return. 30 days in the hut, everybody. How about that, El Chapo? What do you think of that? Not 27, not 28, not 29. 30. means I'm locked in locked in committed so lad what did we have last time in the sausage hut it's 30 days it was September remember that September 30 days half September 30 sausage huts and you don't remember we did a <laughs> fall one now you got a spring you got some, yeah it's not the spring bar yep that's a, you're gonna be hearing a lot of this The Sausage Hut! Ah! Yeah, 30 days, 30 sausage huts in 30 days. You don't think I can do it? Did it once, we can do it again. There we go, 30 sausage huts in 30 days. Kicking off the spring just like we kicked off the fall. Kicking off everything in between. Live freaking fast food review, El Chapo's Amazon wish list. And you know, I would like to do some, you know, last September we hadn't figured out how to go to the El Chapo's lair. And but we do know. Now we do. We got the mobile unit set up. We're gonna. I'm, I'm hoping to get a couple of uh, El Chapo's wood shops in. Oh yeah, we'll have that. We'll have that. We're gonna have the Game of Thrones finale beginning April 14th. Game of Thrones is back. Of course, Johnny Kobasa does the Game of Thrones Minute on the Mark Aram Show. Of course, we do a weekly wrap-up podcast like we did the last couple seasons. If you haven't checked them out yet, go back to through your podcast app or johnnykobasa.com and search for those. And I am doing, as we speak, well, not as we speak, but as we spoke, I'm rewatching all 67 episodes, and I'm writing a haiku about each one of them, and I'm posting it to Twitter. So if you got to be loving that there. I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's junking up my Twitter feed, but right after... I thought about just doing a thread, but then I was like, nah, I, I, once I get through all 67 of them, then I will make one thread of all 67 haikus and delete the other ones. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I'm in haiku mood. Don't talk to me. <laughs> so as we, as it stands right now, I'm like uh, season, I just finished season two. So the Battle of Blackwater just happened and I hadn't watched season two in a long time. It was fun. So I'm going to do a, I'm going to do the start off the month. I'm going to do a season one rehash recap because I haven't done like last year we went through and, and Kowski and you and I, we went through and watched 
five and six, right? I th- yeah, seasons five and six, and then we talked about those kind of like two or three an episode, and then when season seven started, we did one one uh, per one, episode. One. <laughs> <laughs> snow, snow, snow. And speaking of one one, we've got our one one figure. I think you're going to be seeing more stop motion out of out of Sausage Hut um, Video Production Studios. I I went ahead and bought a light. Oh, sorry. And I Yay. upgraded my stop motion app to include things with green screen and overlay effects. God. So that's going to be and that's going to be working for us. I bought a stand for the iPad, so production's going to be a snap. Snappy. So did you? Oh, you and I was thinking maybe, hoping maybe we could get some stop action tonight because the more stop action we have, the better. I think so. And I think we've come down to, it's about, I think it's about, your ratio is about five minutes of work for 10 seconds of video. If you want to get quality, which we do. Right. Yes. yes. So. That's the, I think that's, that's I mean. That's the Harryhausen method. I think. Yeah. That's, I think, I, yeah. I wonder what it's like for the major production, like Robot Chicken. I wonder how long it took them, you know, per minute. Oh, my God. Or did they? When, or when did computer graphics take over? Because yeah. I don't even know if they stop motion the last uh, yeah, half of that, or if they ever know. did. I don't know. I don't know. Pretty pretty polished stuff. <laughs> With the iPad stand, they sent me a little uh, desktop stands too. So now I've got. I mean, look how far we've come. I got a new desk. Thanks, to El Chapo. You're like bristling with monitors, man. You're like the USS Enterprise bristling with hornets and tomcats. We've got the mixing board. We've got a stand now that's reliable that I can, that won't knock over when I try to do it. So that's good for the iPhone. Yeah. We've got two computers, but three monitors, a TV. I think we're we're cooking with Giznas from the Hisnas. So we've got that coming up. What did we do in 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 thirty days in the hut before? You know what we're gonna have to do again. We watched The Price Is Right. That was one. One of them uh, things, I think I'll probably go have to, you know, do the cheap out of a live fast food review and just use that one as one day. There I mean, you, you got to do that. I'm going to get at least, I think we'll get at least three games, Game of Thrones. Wait, 14th, April 14th. So 14th, 21st, 28th. So there'll be three Game of Thrones um, new show recaps. I'll also do probably one... Uh, Season one, season two, season three, and season—I don't know if I did season four, but if not, I can do one like just for each of those seasons. Because one was interesting. It's fun. It's it's weird going back with so much fore, forethought in your head, like knowing what happens to each of these characters way down the line. And there's certain things that they say that you know you're like, oh wow, that was that was some serious foreshadowing. You know, they they're 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 making references to shit that happened four or five seasons later. Right on. And of course when it's happening, you don't you don't really know because you unless you read the books, which I didn't. Because books are for nerds. <laughs> yeah, anybody can read. <laughs> so that's what so there's four five six seven i've got okay there's seven right there um 
two fast food reviews per week. One, two, three, four, four weeks. Um, so anywhere between five to eight, five, let's just call it six. We'll get six of them in there. That's 11 days. I'm trying to count to 30 on two fans. Seven plus five. There's yeah. So like there's like 12 and then we'll have to be catching up with C-Suite at least once. So that'll be like 13. I think we're going to bring Mishy. We're going to bring Mishy back. Maybe Wednesday nights with Mishy. Um, he'll hey, get Mr. Kamasa, let me let me ask you. So you think you're gonna bring me back for the show? And uh, Mr. Chapa, what do you think about me coming back on the show yet again? May I ask you, gentlemen, that question? Um, that yeah. was a great Mishy yeah. present. <laughs> Mad respect, Mishy. Mad respect. Oh, that's hilarious. I don't. So I don't. I don't imitate people I don't like. No, he would. It's yeah, flattery. He love that. It's definitely imitations. Always a form, or it should be a form of flattery. Yeah, he's been begging to get back in the hut. I'm like, well, I'm done with football for a little bit, and we should we should just get him on this. But so April, yeah, right. thirty days in the hut, bro. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take an extended uh, weekend for the week of my birthday. Yeah. Okay. So I have to do at least one. At the El Chapo's lair. Yeah, and I, I we could hopefully do more than one. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, we get the saw horses and plywood set up, and we'll just leave it. Yeah. <laughs> so you, I mean, I guess you. Do you think you? You know, we're gonna have to use some of these toys, or we can just cut off Mister Fuji's head again. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We, we got, which i still haven't so we shot we did principal footage but you know i guess we didn't talk we haven't talked about that really since it happened i suppose um yeah so we did some we we got we shot a lot of footage so i'm gonna have to just get these things out i know i've been sitting on too too much but we we did some major major video work at el chapo's lair to do some you know well we just got to say that mr fuji he's been messing with people too long and karma man yeah karma. someone had to call the junkyard dog and let's just say justice was served to mr fuji he's a tough guy yeah we'll see how that works out for him (laughs) (laughs) we've got head head mr fuji and headless mr fuji (laughs) that could be a whole spinoff series (laughs) (laughs) yeah just or we mount a different head here. You got lots of options there, too. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> and we've got the brand new Flying Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> flying Fairy. <laughs> That's what it's actually called. Yeah. <laughs> flying Fairy. I, I was in the I was lying in the line at the grocery store, and now that we're a full scale production house for stop motion animation, you know I'm always on the lookout for something new that we can add. And they had this little, like in the gum aisle or or right on top of the cold Coke cooler, as you walk into the to the, the checkout aisle, they had these like fifteen boxes of these ten dollar plastic drones shaped like. Fairies, fairies, <laughs> fairy so, flyaway princesses. Like it's a little you, you, uh, you, you 
charge it up and it's got like feathers on it and it flies it flies around now the first time i tried it it flew straight up i i I was you're supposed to be able to control it with your hand but i have no idea how you do that but you turn it on and the sucker just it takes off a little bit and then she just she just flies straight into the ceiling like she's trying to get out of dodge (laughs) i mean i'm not exactly sure what's supposed to be going on with this thing if you know it's like um, yeah, it's going to go off once. It's going to fly way up high, and then it's going to short out, fall to the ground, and break. <laughs> You're going to get one good flight out of it. Enjoy your $7. <laughs> it was 10 by the oh, way. 10. Yeah, I was surprised. And it took me a, a half hour to figure out how to turn it on. <laughs> I mean, it's this little thing. I'm like, well, there's got to be a switch somewhere. And then I looked it up on the internet, and every video I saw, it had a... They had a base with it, so you just put it in the base, and then it would take off. But the one I had didn't come with a base, so I'm like, I don't know. And, I, and then finally, I found figured out, oh, there's this teeny tiny little switch <laughs> on her dress. <laughs> oh man! So, so she's uh, she's making her debut, the flying fairy. Yeah, yeah, she's um, the debutante. Yeah, I, I just got to finish those things up. Get started. We're up to uh, 246 views Dude. on the uh, video, 826 Well, I think when you say best Sloppy Joe recipe, it's, got it's the only Sloppy Joe recipe you need because it's so much better than Manwich. Manwich is salt, sugar, and ketchup. Yeah. And a little bit of something else. With some sulfides. Maybe some paprika. But yeah, screw me. If you really, if you really have to resort to manwich, I mean, I mean, this this is no fancy recipe. Do you want to hear it? What the recipe is? That's right. You're at the sausage yard, everybody. We're talking about recipes and everything else. Yeah, showing you the recipe for the best sloppy joes in the whole world. This is for a pound pound and a half of ground beef okay so take the recipe up from there if you're gonna go do more do more than that onion in with the ground beef so you cook an onion and ground beef together right yes you drain it i mean you don't have to drain it if you like it greasy leave some in there leave it all in there who cares if you're using ostrich or buffalo don't drain it yeah that's true. I mean, if you're using a leaner meat, don't drain it. And if you want to use freaking col- rice cauliflower, do that too. Yeah, I said it. Rice cauliflower. Add grease. Cup and a quarter of ketchup. Yep, ketchup. Two s- tablespoons of brown sugar. A tablespoon of vinegar. A tablespoon of lemon juice. A half a teaspoon. I like putting more, but of ground mustard half a cup of water, and pepper. I go heavier on the mustard, heavier on the vinegar, lighter on the brown sugar, but that's just me. But that's the recipe. There you go. There you the perfect go. Sloppy Joe recipe for Sloppy Joe Day in America. Now, C-Sweet, his mom is also known for her Sloppy Joes, and I got nothing against it, don't get me wrong, and I, I bet her recipe is probably somewhat similar to that. Mm-hmm. But she does her own thing, and every time Sea Sweet's mom wants to make me freaking sloppy joes, I'm gonna eat them. 
Sloppy Joe, slop, a sloppy Joe. And you have to eat them on those cheap-ass buns. Yeah. There's nothing else you can have them. If you want to toast them, now you're cooking with gas. Oh, yeah. Toast them a little bit, put a che- some cheese on it. Now, now, and mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mayonnaise. Yeah. I put mayonnaise on my sloppy Joes. That's right. I toast up the buns, put some slices of cheddar on each bun. No, you know what? I'm going to put pepper jack on one bun and cheddar on the other. The sharpest cheddar this side of the Chattanooga. Chattahoochee. And if, and if you're on the go, throw it in the Vitamix, put it in a squeeze bottle. You're just like the astronauts eating that. Sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe. That's how you do it, kids. You could put it in a Ziploc bag after you put it in the Vitamix and then just cut one of the corners off and you can squeeze it if you don't have a, a squeeze bottle. Yeah. Or if you save your disposable water bottle, you could put it in there and they're usually pretty squishy that you could um, drink out of that. Somebody sent me a link to... It was like a half-hour video of a dude taking you around the International Space Station. Yeah. And it just showed you every inch of it, basically, in really high HD. It was interesting. I mean, I think it'd be really cool for like three days, but like six months? No way. Those same people, I, uh, they came up to me and they were like, can we can we do a similar thing in, in El Chavo's uh, lair? And I was like, I'm not really ready yet. I'm like, all right, fine, we'll go to the space station. I'm like, all right. <laughs> they wanted to just lock themselves in there for, for six months yeah. and do experiments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now I did. I'm sitting in my underwear smoking something out of a honey bear. <laughs> Good times in the lair. So it's March Madness, El Chapo. March Madness. I'm so mad. I'm crazy mad. Ah! Oh, I got brackets here. March Madness. We got the brackets. Yeah, I'm so bracketed. All right. You know, just because that one guy's like, oh, Purdue's a week something, I'm, I'm just going to choose Purdue. Are they in it? can't tell because i don't have my readers on it just... do we need to get you some more light for this no 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 we're gonna have to, you're gonna have to look at it for a minute ah there we go now i can see oh, oh, oh. well seeing that it's i'm so bummed seton hall's not in this here some of my first memories of college basketball was when brent musburger was like oh seton hall I'll take the uh, Musburger burger. It tastes like Musburger. <laughs> what a great name. I saw Brent Musburger at an Atlanta Thrashers hockey game. Is he tall or short? He's like 7'4". Yeah, I, th- I figured he looked like... Because when, even when he was sitting down, he was like... He looked like he was standing up. <laughs> Yeah, I think he was like the Dick Clark of uh, commentators. This is like one day he aged like a thousand years. I'm like, what the? What happened? But up to, up to that point, he never changed. Whether it was 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, it never, never changed. Yep. Everybody around him was like getting more ashen and gray. He just stayed the same. 
It's like if Walt Disney said, make a sports commentator. <laughs> Remember Kevin Nealon's impression of him? <laughs> no. He, he would sit on Saturday Night Live, he'd, he'd go like this <laughs> on CBS. Uh, I never saw that. That's great. That was, when was that? That was early 90s, late 80s? I feel like after Howard Crossell, the only sports commentary I can really remember is Brent. It was every college game, whether it was football or basketball or air hockey. It was always Brent Musker there. Musker. <laughs> Muskerburger. Muskerburger. The Muskerburger. <laughs> I'm going to win the lottery, and just for this reason, I'm going to open a greasy, greasy spoon I don't care if it makes any money or not, but I am going to have a burger called the Musk the Musk Burger. I, I don't know. I, all of a sudden, I feel funny. I didn't. And I only feel like this when when uh, you know who's in the house. And since it's basketball, oh no, that can only mean one thing. That's right, everybody. This is Beep Girls out. Jim McClance. Oh, this is Beep right here for Bracket Spectacular. Hour 14 of the Bracket Spectacular. Hey, Jim McClance, how you doing? Are you ready for the Bracket Spectacular? Yeah, I'm ready for this. Um, uh, we got a lot of things to go over here. We got a lot of ground to cover. Yeah, 64 teams. We got 68 teams. It's going to be down to 64. Then it's going to be down to 32. Then it's going to be down to 16. And then it's going to be down to 15. And then it's going to be down to 7 and a half. And then it's going to be down to 15. What is it, Jim McClance? Yeah, well, uh, I'm... I see Old Dominion here. I think we're going like a new Dominion. I see Bradley Cooper in Michigan State. I got uh, Gonzaga. Guz- yeah. yeah. That's, I, Jim McClay's always been a big Gonzaga fan because he's like, Gonzaga's. Oh, Jim's got this Gonzaga's. But we, hey, we don't ask it just to tell you where it is, though. You know, that's what I'm saying right there. <laughs> yeah. So, we got to be careful not to go down that YouTube rabbit hole and, uh, you know, looking at the past, we got to look at the, fu- the future. I got LSU here. They're coming up. And not to mention Northeastern and Villanova. They're, they're in the hunt. The hunt, the hunt, the hunter. The hunter. We'll become the hunter. Here's the thoughts. We'll be right back in an hour 15 right after this. Hi, everybody. Come on down to Harry's Hamloaf House. We're... The only Hamloaf house in this half of the hemisphere. And if you come on down this week, our Hamloaf special is going to be Hamloaf, Hamloaf and cheese, Hamloaf and eggs, Hamloaf pizza, Hamloaf ice cream. And we brought out Gertrude, our cook, to tell us all about it. So we put that all in there and we just mash it up real good. It's just like down on the fire. We do it out or we don't do it. Sometimes we just don't do it because we're so sticking high. We just don't know where the kitchen utensils are. We're going to come on down anyway. That's Harry's Ham House. <laughs> half of the Ham House, half of the, the half of the, 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 the half of the Ham House. Hey, me. Stop touching me. Come on down and tell them Gertrude sent you down to the Harry's Ham House. The heaviest ham loaf house. No, you can't park there. That's for customers. Get out of there. They eat ham loaf every day. All right, all right. We're back. fifteen. Jimmy Clay's on the bracket buster spectacular. There's no bracket we can't bust because we're the most bustedest bracket busters in the whole world. So that's all right. So we're gonna go all the way around and we're gonna. Start, and then, 
Yeah, so I'm looking at the Tennessee and Colgate. I don't even know that they play, but I bet the Colgate going to clean them up with a, a smacking brush tooth and yeah. Well, that's right. Everybody thinks that uh, who got ripped off. You know, the guy from Michigan State, he was like, oh, we got to put us with Duke. That's right. Everybody's got to put with Duke. I think they're saying it's going to be like, oh, Jay's going to be with Duke because Duke's going to be. Duke's going to run away with this, I think. What, what, you think it's going to be Duke and Gonzaga in the finals of Big What do you think? I don't think it's going to be Gonzaga since they the Bearcats. Wow. Wow. Bearcats. Yeah, because they're playing really good. They're going to go around. They're flipping it and passing it and dribbling, too. They're, they're really good at the dribbling this year. I've never seen dribbling like this unless I was in an old folks home and then they were like dribbling everywhere. But it's not like that. <laughs> That's why my pillows went every morning because I'm dribbling all night. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> about the Lord of Minnesota. There's going to be a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> there could be a lot of upsets. It's all about picking the upsides. You're gonna pick a bracket, different clan. Who's your biggest upset down in the West? Oh, I think it's gonna be Marquette and uh, Bill Murray State, and I think there's either way that's gonna be upset. Everybody's rooting the stuff. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a 5-12. That's always a 5-12 upset. You're going to say Murray State, the Ridge Runner, is going to be coming out Marquette because Marquette is going to choke, choke early like they did last year. And that's right, right above them, you got Syracuse and Baylor. That's a big matchup. Texas and New York with a big couple big states. The guys with a lot of orange from the Syracuse. I'm going to take Montana over Michigan because Brett Musburger, he's from Montana. Or he lived there for a while. He raised there. But Brett Musburger, Montana. They both M's, M's. That's what I'm talking about, M&M's. That's right. <laughs> Brent Musburger, who used to work for CBS Sports, he was like, I don't even know if he was there when they were doing all these basketball games, but I, he still calls some basketball games every once in a while if you ask me, Jim McClam. Yeah, so uh, uh, maybe Phil Sims will fill in for Brent Musburger if he can't talk right. But, um, yeah, uh, kinda, you got a lot of stuff to look at, and there's going to be a lot of uh, you know, like games being played. That's a- right. And then, you know, if it's 62, if there's 64 teams, how many games you got to play there? Well, uh, you, you, know, you, think, you take the sum and divide it by uh, 3.5 and you get some pie. And then uh, and the Bumsberger, of course, is going to say, I want my max loss. I'm going to eat some pie. And then, uh, you know, Villanova. I don't know. Because that's going to be playing our 18 or a bracket busted, busted, protected. Right back, right there. Right there. <laughs> We got blue light specials going on in the morning. We got red light specials going on in the afternoon. Ain't that right, Big Daddy? We got big red. We got red. We got the. We got all the suits that you need. You need some socks. We got socks. You need some bras. We got some bras. You got some bras. We got some draws. That's all we got to do, man. Just come on down and see us. It's right there. We're right there around the corner from that other place. You go like to go get that sandwiches you like, man. You know where it is. It's the clothing store right around the corner from your mama's house. That's right, we're back. We're out, hour 25. Uh, Bracket Buster Spectacular. We've heard about Jim McClendon talking sports. And we're talking about the Purdue Boilermakers against the old Dominion Demonians. What do you think about that, Jim McClendon? The old 314 matchup in the South. Oh, man, 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 man. Yeah, well, the old Boilermakers, they didn't have time to drink, so they put the, 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 the shot in the beer. They go, the Boilermakers, and now they're playing basketball. So if you can play basketball and drink your shots, I think you, then you take your shots and you make your shots, and then you can win the game. That's how the Purdue Boilermakers do it. That's right now that your favorite team, Seton Hall. Wofford, Wofford, and you know everybody's Wofford. I thought that was, I thought that was a team in the English Premier League, but you know we talk about 
Watford. It's not Watford, but I wonder if Watford likes Watford and vice versa, you know, soccer and college basketball. It's a big deal for people who like English breakfast all in your early morning, Jim McClain. Yeah, blueberry waffle and maple waffles, but it's all overrated and you gotta go you gotta go with the stronger uh, you know, passing team is what I think. Yeah. That's right. We're talking about that. And then we got the Buckeyes of Ohio State playing the Tornado Twisters of Iowa State. That'll be a lot of red in that matchup. But, you know, is everybody going to homer pick their teams or are they not going to pick their homer teams? What do you think about that, Jim McClurk? Well, we're not in Kansas State anymore. We're in, in Ohio State, in Ohio State. And then, uh, you know, when they knock each other down and they get it back up, and we'll see what comes out. But I'm going to go with the Buckeyes on that, yeah. Uh, that's right, and we're <laughs> we're going to be broadcasting live from out right outside one of the basketball games. But you know, it's going to be a junior high girls basketball game. But it's not going to be one of them. <laughs> but we'll be live from a basketball game. One of the ones. Nonetheless, so, so we're going to be right back out there. And Jim McClay, we like to remind everybody that uh, the Sausage Hunt, the Sausage Hunt Radio Network, and the Sausage Thirty Days of the Hunt sponsored coming up. You know, it's going to take you all the way to the Masters. <laughs> Jim McClay. Yeah, well, well, you know, we're sponsored by the NCAA bracket, and uh, I just want to say, uh, Wolford, you go down to Seton Hall. Seton Hall. Seton Hall. Seton Hall. The halls of Seton are going to be eaten in the Midwest. We'll be right back after this. That almost sounded like a limerick. <laughs> there once was a man from the sausage hut who put all his yad in the butter bar. <coughs> yeah, I should come up with something better than that. <laughs> a man from Seton, he was eaten, and he got a tweetin'. Cause he loved the seat and home. girls. Yeah. Me too, me too, me too, me too. I got to do a rabbit up here on NGA Bracket. We went bringing all the way back down. So, talking pick chalk, and we go, who's your final four, Jeff McClain? Everybody who's been waiting to fear, what do you want to know about the Jeff McClain? Yeah, but I think the final four is going to come down to, like, you know, the four teams who can, uh, you know, do really do the passing and the dribbling and, uh, uh, you know, come out and break away from all, all the umpteen other teams. And then, then they go down and then they're going to slam dunk it and push really hard. Yeah, in the paint, in the paint. You got to get in the paint. So you got Duke, North Carolina. That's, that's a good one. Might as well, you know, because Montana's going to knock off Michigan. Michigan's got no business being a number two seed. Michigan State's totally getting hosed. What do you think about that, Duke? Well, one time I got stuck in the airport in Billings, Montana, and I saw Brent Musburger. He, he, he was eating, like, uh, chicken wings, and uh, I asked him, and he says, uh, I'm, 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 I'm going out east. I'm like, okay, uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm not. So, there, you know, go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Why do teams from the Midwest have to play in the South? Why, why do teams from the East have to play in the West? And what, what's all that about? I mean, there's four directions. You know, there's four suits of cards, and you, you deal it out to everybody. And some people get clubs, and some people get diamonds, and some people get... But everybody's going to get a bracket spectacular to be a further to declare No, no, No coach is going to take it if he's wearing a, a three-piece suit. He's got to be wearing the, uh, the sports logo on a hoodie or a polo shirt. That's what I'm going with. A winning wardrobe is always important when you're playing the NCAA. Because people don't know who you are and you got to look good. you got to stay classy. That's right. You know what I'm saying. Blech. All right. We're going to tell you to do it for us for today. We'll be back with 23 and a half more hours of bracket busting coverage tomorrow. Go! 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 Go!
This has been Sausage Talk Radio Network, Sports Network, and uh, we'll bring you right back to your nut job. Where did we go, man? I uh, I don't know what I happened. Felt like I fell asleep there for a little bit. I'm a little dizzy. Someone drank my beer. I don't know what happened, man. It's good to see you, though. Oh yeah, good to be seen. Let's go back to a Twitter update from getting retweeted by Mark Aram. I think we've been going. I think it's been like an hour. Eh, it's been like two hours those more more impressions than I ever get for any of my tweets that's for sure (laughs) live from the sausage hut I am El Chapo and this is the cholesterol report Recently, Johnny Kobasa has acquired new equipment to start his production company and truly expand the capabilities of the Sausage Hut. I speak to Johnny and find out what are his true intentions to take over your audio mind. It's March. So yeah, we finally got on Amazon and decided to buy some stuff and we decided to do some upgrading. It was, you know, it's tax return season. El Chapo just got his profit sharing check. I think it all just, uh, the timing seems to be working out. Johnny Kamasa seemed very determined and very focused on his new plans. And it's just winter's just boring, you know? You gotta bust out every once in a while. How much longer can we do this before people find out about it and it goes through the rizoof? So you're ready to bring new experiences to your audience. Yeah, I really believe in the 30, 30 sausage touch in 30 days because it's fun to do. And it's like just it's like setting off a new season, you know. It's like opening day. I'm bitten, batting DH for the best team in the American League, and I'm just gonna show up and rip dingers. That's all I'm gonna do. Do you think you're gonna overwhelm loyal listeners like C Suite, and then they will no longer be able to memorize every episode by heart? <laughs> Well, you know, maybe 30 Days in the Hut can be consumed over the two months or three months. You know, you can catch up. I mean, I listen to Phil Hendry, and sometimes I get, like, a month and a half behind, but I just keep on trudging through every one of them. But we're going to have C-Suite on the show, for show. He will be on. We'll have Kowski. We'll have Mishy. We'll have as much El Chapo as we can get, as, as he'll give us, because it's always a treat. Johnny came preoccupied with all the monitors on his new desk, and I began to wonder what was churning through his mind. Hate. (laughs) Frustration. (laughs) Is running through my mind 
like a river of flames. Here's what else you need to know. With the new equipment and accessories Johnny Cobasso has bought, he is embarking on a mission of unparalleled comparison. I'm El Chapo, and this has been the Cholesterol Report. bless the rains in Africa. Well, there's more than one pipe's worth of stuff to stuff in your pipe and smoke. That's for sure. El Chapo, magnificent as always. Great to have you. Yes, very good, very good. (laughs) You're the man. And we look forward to hearing a lot more from you in the coming weeks. Pow tools, pow tools, pow tools. On location. Look out Instagram. Look out Twitter. Look out Game of Thrones Minute coming in a few weeks. On the big show with Big Daddy. That's where you can catch us. Johnny Kilbasa on Twitter. Johnny Kilbasa Rocks on Instagram. JohnnyKilbasa.com. And catch us both riding around in wheelbarrows and cooking hot dogs at a campfire right outside your mama's back door. That was trans, trans man's for girl, uncle, bro.